How are we doing, everybody? And welcome back once again to A Royal Mess. Joining me today is the wonderful Michelle and Paula, diving into the week's shenanigans involving the Royals, Meghan and Harry, and really just uh, having our weekly chit-chat about uh, this, this, this pair of scallywags, because we've got a few points to bring up there, all concerning will they or will they not make it as a couple? It's shocking. Now, also, the wonderful Michelle has had some technical issues, and um, she's going to try and pin the blame on me. But I'm going to pin the blame back on on just technology. All right. So you might hear some horrible bits if I miss them in the editing, where you're hearing me or Paula coming out of our speakers and going into our mic. We've spent the last thirty five minutes trying to fix it, but here we are. <laughs> so just to see if we get this right, I'm going to start off with Michelle. I'm going to mute me and Paula, and I'm going to hand over to Michelle. Hi everyone, I'm really happy to be here today. I'll talk about lots of royal stuff, lots of stuff going on. All right, Paula, how have you been this week? Tell us how your week's been. Uh, I'm sure you're gonna you're gonna hit us with something exciting and interesting that's been going on in your world, whether it's power cuts and lightning bolts or whatever else has been uh, going on in your world. Tell us all about it, Paula. Well, hello, beautiful people. I'm happy to report that I'm not that deaf, just partly unable to hear properly. I can hear more from the left ear than the right ear, so that's awesome. I'm very happy about that. And, of course, a lot of things happening. It hasn't stopped raining. You know, it's it's just the, the normal stuff here, but everything is going great. Good. Do you know how many times you and I have been talking on the phone and I've tried to interject during our conversation, and you've just fucking kept going with your with with whatever you're talking about. And I'm like, why is she ignoring me? But it makes sense now if you're deaf on one fucking side, right? That's why it's happening, right? Because I'm like, Paula, Paula, and you're like, yes, I'm like, oh Jesus, right? Well, at least I understand that. Because I always thought to myself, like, why, why? Just let me speak a little bit, just a tiny bit, just to get the just to get the pressure off my brain. And she just keeps fucking going. And I'm like, this is impossible. But now nah, it was a hundred percent to do with that. So it's horrible. It is yeah. actually quite horrible. I was so demoralized when I got up because they put this here. I, I urge people to go get because they you know they put these things in your yeah. ears and then they put little noises and stuff yeah. and and they tell you push the button if you can hear. And I thought that the lady hadn't even started and the test was already over. <laughs> you're deaf girl you're deaf nah you'll be fine you'll be fine i'm the same like uh my partner dan she'll be she'll say something five times and i'll just be sitting here like this typing away and then she gets to about here and she's like are you listening to me and i'm like oh my god do you know what i mean so i, I sympathize with you Paula, oh, I'm, 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 that's just because oh, you're a man ron that's why the selective male hearing, yes. I have, I've heard about the genetical uh, condition of the selective hearing in men. But yes, it's, it is what it is. But listen, there's some wonderful technology you can get. I always said that if I lost an eye or I went deaf or I lost a hand, I'd want a better one. Do you know what I mean? Like I want like a, a knife and fork built into my finger or like a lighter built into my thumb. Let's upgrade it a little bit. Do you know what I'm saying? So get like a big bionic, bionic ear. That's what you need. I'm saying, I'm sure. Well, they, they were telling me that the, the doctor, she was so lovely. She said, you know, yeah. there's nothing to be ashamed of, you know, but you might need a, I, I would urge you to use the hearing aid. You can barely see them nowadays. And I'm, and I'm like, 
You told me before I got in here that it's only people over the age of 60 that start to suffer hearing loss. And then Listen. she goes, yes, but, you know, maybe because, you know, you, you when you have accidents or you get hit or something like that in, in, in an ear or something like that, it might, I didn't even know this, it might create yeah. a little fracture that stops you from hearing. And I've had quite a few hits to my head. So that, that could explain it. Well, well, listen, all I'm saying is the hearing aids now are tiny. And just go and see how far you can turn them up, Paula, because you're hearing. You, well, if you can end up with hearing that was better than your hearing was originally, then go for I mean, that's a bionic ear. That, at that point, you are a cyborg, okay? <laughs> We're basically a Marvel character with a bionic ear, okay? Anyway, we've nerded out enough now. Yeah. Michelle, I'm going to let you take us off with our first points because, I mean... We've, as always, we have no show notes or plan. So for me, the, the topic of the day, if not the week, is always, is, has seems to have been, will the marriage last? If you've got anything to comment on that, if not, you just do your own thing. Tell us what you've got for us this week, Michelle. Uh, well, do I think the marriage is going to last? Well, until Prince Howie, um, you know, until she gets every juice out of the squeeze. You know, I think he still has some meat on the bone. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think she's she hasn't established herself as a global icon yet. She still needs Harry. Without Harry, she's really irrelevant. So I think until she gets a really big deal on her own, he's he's safe. You know what I'm saying? But she took the ring off, which is interesting. She hasn't been wearing her engagement ring. So a lot of people think, is she playing mind games? Is she changing up the diamond? What's going on? So, yeah, I think the relationship has about another two or three years shelf life. Um, you know, I think she's going to stick around until she can no longer use him, until he served his purpose. And let's be honest here. He doesn't have anywhere to go unless they're going to roll out the cot at not cot, you know, sleeping on the cot in Buckingham Palace. Where the heck is he going to go? She's made it to where he can't get up and leave. You know what I'm saying? So I think he's stuck with her for the time being. All right. Yeah. Do you know, it's interesting that you brought up the point of meat on the bone. Okay. Because really, for the, for the people that believe all people are good, all right, I think the argument is, are they still in love? Is the relationship, you know, one of tender relations but now no this does this does comes down to the narcissist mindset and exactly what you said there she's failed in mission you know takeover takeover the markle takeover plan has failed if, if from what she wanted and you bring up the fact that maybe she is trying to maneuver a new deal before uh she separates it's interesting especially reality tv in the uk right now is blowing up right we've just had a, a netflix show called at home with the tysons or at home with the furies it's all about uh, a boxing family and you know it's been on it's been on netflix for i think a week and they've signed two new season deals in the first week with netflix because it's so massive do you ladies think we're etching one step so closer to at home with megan and harry because i swear if I could wave a magic, if I had a couple of wishes, I, I might waste one on the, the, the reality show we all want, which is a behind the, the clock. Do you think as a Hail Mary, she would accept a TS, TLC 90 Day Fiance style grade show as a Hail Mary? What do you think, uh, Michelle? Do you think she would do that? And then I'll cut to you, Paula, as soon as... Uh... I don't think she would because she's so fake. 
you know, they didn't even film the docuseries in their own house. And I believe the director, was it Liz Garbus or the one that was that was before Liz Garbus, Paula, that she wanted to have a real, like, I wanted you to be like the Jessica Simpson, remember that Nick Lachey, the Hall, you know, what was it, the Hollywood, uh, I forgot what it's called. And it was such a popular show, you know, to see them behind the scenes. I wanted to get a real glimpse. But I don't think Megan is, is a very um, honest person. She's very fake. She would never allow the cameras in her home. So they did everything in that fake palace that everyone thought was their home, which turns out it wasn't. So she had a big fight with the original director because the original director wanted it to be more authentic. And remember, they used the archival footage from other people's events. Everything about Harry and Megan is fake. So being behind the scenes of the real family I don't think she would allow it. And I don't know if Harry would allow his children. But then again, you know, they are marching their kids. That could be the future. Well, here's, well, here's, an, interesting, here, here's an interesting one. Because right now, there's a very big writer's strike. Okay, so there's no TV shows. There's no movies coming out. There is a law in America that now says... It's not a new law. It's just how the law works. So all the big wigs have been swaggering about Hollywood saying, we're going to get AI to write our scripts. Sadly, you can no longer, you have never been able to copyright AI generated work. So it would kind of be like Michelle deciding to go and get AI to write this amazing series and she puts it out onto the internet, but now she has no intellectual property. So Paula could go and do season two without being sued. I could go and do season three because there's no copyright. So now Hollywood's up against the wall. Now you're seeing the Beverly Hills Housewives uh, cast saying, wait a minute, what are residuals? Why, have no, why has no one ever talked to us about residuals? So it turns out the reality stars are getting paid a wage, but they're not getting paid per view like an, an actor or, or would be in a series. So now they're starting to go on strike. So do you think that there could be pressure from big, big checks for people like Meghan and Harry to perhaps a staged reality? Because let's be honest, how much of reality TV is really reality, if you see what I mean? Um, some of them are, some of them aren't. But I think even if it was the worst show ever, it would have the highest rate. I think it would be hate watched into oblivion. Paula, let, let us let us hear what your thoughts on um, first of all the marriage and also the meat on the bone. And do you think that the writer strike could leverage something for us to get a reality show? Thanks for watching the podcast. Is a word from our sponsor, Atlas VPN. Right now, I'm going to change my phone so that I am. Registered out of America. Let's go with Dallas, Texas, shall we? Just like that, I can now access everything online that our American friends can access, whereas previously I was blocked. And we've got the best VPN deal on the market. Enjoy the most affordable online protection for just $1.83 a month, which is just over a pound, and three months extra with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Protect unlimited devices. Atlas VPN protects all your devices with a single subscription. You can grab this summer deal now because Atlas VPN Premium is just $1.83 a month, plus three months extra. And with a 30-day money-back guarantee, protect your privacy and get many benefits of Atlas VPN for the ridiculously low price. You can take this deal by clicking the link in the video description below on YouTube. Be quick, as it's a limited time offer. 
Thanks for checking out our sponsor, Back to the Podcast. Well, I, I, you know, about the marriage, I, I already, I did a video because Meghan Markle started to put out articles that uh, Harry and Meghan are no longer salt and pepper that, you know, because they put out in September, I mean, this is September, 2022. They put out an article saying that they were like salt and pepper when it came to okay. raising their children and all the decisions they made together. And now there's been a few articles put out by Meghan Markle, I believe it's her, saying that her, uh, she and Harry disagree on how to raise the children because Meghan Markle feels that the children should be right by her side and they should be raised out in the open, which translates that she wants to use him in reality shows or for whatever it is. And Harry's saying no. And she's also saying that he's stuck in the past, you know, that and now I did actually a video because now now friends are coming out saying that Meghan Markle, she's famous. She knows she's famous and and that the cameras are not going to go away. Of course, they're not because she keeps calling them. Oh. Um, and, and then um, and then and that she of course, she never says she didn't want to be famous. So Harry in the United States, from what I understand, you need both parents uh, agreement to put the children to use the children for anything like that. I know that because in the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, I remember this girl, Sandy, she had her two kids and she, and she wanted yeah. to have her kids featured to get more money. But the husband said no. From a basic level, 100 percent. We're talking about Charles's grandkids here. OK. Charles's grandkids. There's a greater risk of things going wrong for Megan. If well, she we, are they really his grandkids? Well, uh, that's another oh. different kind of worms. But uh, the thing is that now we're starting to see stories of how different they are. Yeah. When just recently, as of September 2022, this is less than a year ago. Yeah. Uh, they were like salt and pepper. They did everything together. They went yeah. everywhere together. Um, Meghan Markle, you know, you putting articles. Put, do you think we could put a graph side by side of fame and success and happiness as a couple and the lines would be very much symmetry, shall we say, symmetrical? No, I don't think so. You'll see it go. I mean, Meghan Markle was putting out, she was putting out articles like crazy while Harry was doing his Singapore tour in Japan for for to raise funds uh I think it was from Santa Valle or something like that okay. this woman didn't stop putting out articles making it all about her while her husband was out in Singapore trying to raise funds for a charity so there is clearly some sort of struggle and I think that was Meghan Markle trying to see whether she could eclipse Harry to, to see who was more popular, whether she was gauging to see if Harry was more popular than she was because you get to see how, who watches what. So I don't think that, first, I don't think Meghan Markle was ever in love with Harry. That's absolutely, you know, whoever okay. says that she was ever in love, she has never said she was in love. Harry's the one who's always professed this love for her. Um, uh, they've never said they're soulmates or anything like that. Um, I don't, I think that think marriage though, has been off for a long time now. You don't think that you sort of take that as a pretext that these people are in love? Like for some people, when it comes to a surprise, because I know, Paula, you're, you're, you're hardcore. 
uh, with your knowledge and your views on stuff. Your knowledge and your views, not just your views. Um, and I think for a lot of people, they would be find it a hard pill to swallow that Harry and Meghan were never in love and all of this. But I, I think there's merit to what you're saying because of the, the conversations with Sam about Meghan. You know, when you hear from somebody who grew up with her when she was a little girl, never saying, not, you got to understand, I, I asked Sam specifically, you know, as a little girl, if she'd done something, let's say, for example, that's a stereotypical example. Let's say you're a little kid, you're in the kitchen, your hand's in the cookie jar, you get caught and you whip your head around. Your natural reaction is to be like, oh, I'm sorry. And, and, and it could be you open a door and it bumps off uh, someone's shoulder. Oh, I'm sorry. She never reacted like that. Now, there's a big difference between somebody being up their own arse and never saying sorry and someone being absent from a natural reaction. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, it, no, no, I understand. I understand completely, Ron. But this is why I said that, yeah, Meghan Markle thinks that even when she was a nobody, she thought she was better than everybody. And I mean, and the way she treated people, even when she was still, a, to me, she's still a nobody. She just has a more of a platform to show that she's a nobody. Okay. You know, so the reality show, um, I've always said that that'll be her last resort. And the fact that she's now saying that she would like to have the kids by her side and yep. that Harry and her are the ones who differ completely on how to raise the children. Um, that is her way of saying, you know what? I'm up for it. It's Harry who's holding me back. Uh, I, I've always wanted to be famous. Um, if, if it will happen, I do know for a fact that she has been sounded off about it, but the fees that she's asking for, they're astronomical and, and she's not worth it. It's the same thing with the photographs for the children. She wanted to be Tom Cruise's, uh, you know, with, with Suri. She wanted to be Tom Cruise's or Angelina Jolie's kind of fees and she didn't yeah. get them. Yeah. And um, so, so that's why you don't see those things. Um, Harry, um, you know what? For all the flack, I know that I call up on that ginger winger wanker, but for all the flack that I give him, he's actually uh, doesn't want his children to. I mean, he wants his children to decide for themselves when they're of a certain age whether they want to be involved or not, which is a fair point, you know. It is a fair point, yeah. But Meghan Markle, no, because Meghan Markle is hungry for fame. This woman is desperate, you know, desperate for fame. And I mean, her there there had just been a hurricane at her father by her father, where you know near her father lives. Apparently, it was pretty. It was downgraded, but this is the man. I mean, up till June 19, 2016, she was posting on the TIG saying, oh, I love you, daddy. You're amazing, daddy. And now it's like two heart attacks, yeah. stroke, yeah. hurricane. I mean, and people keep asking her, when will she call him? Yeah. <laughs> Michelle, Michelle, have you got anything you want to bring in here? Yeah, so Paula made good points. Um, I believe Megan is chasing fame, but Harry is stuck in the past. They're saying that Harry wants his kids to be referred with royal titles at school, but Megan doesn't. I think Harry misses his old life of his royal privilege 
You have to remember he's been royal his entire life. He doesn't really know how to be a normal person. So I think he wants his kids to be kind of like William's kids, be called prince and princess. He likes the royal titles. He likes the royal privilege. And Megan likes it too. But I think Megan is more about fame, about being an influencer, trying to be Gwyneth Paltrow. But Harry's still holding on to his royal roots. Do you see what I'm saying? I think he is living in the past because he wants his kids to have those British traditions, although he removed them. So it's kind of interesting, right? And he, I think he's still stuck in the past, still trying to have his kids be royal. And Megan just wants to be in Hollywood. So the two of them are kind of like not seeing eye to eye, according to sources. You know, Megan now is trying to be, just call me Megan. You don't have to curtsy. It's like, oh, please. We all know you still refer to Megan, the Duchess of Sussex. But the rumor is Harry is pushing for his children to be known as prince and princess in their school in Montecito. And Megan is the one who's like, you know, not to do it. It's kind of weird. What do you think, Paula? Opposite. I think it's uh, Megan who wants to use the titles because if we go by what Harry's been saying all his life, oh, I don't like being a prince. I don't like England. And um, I want, just want to be Harry. And we have Megan going on Oprah saying, oh, my God, they didn't give him the titles that they gave Charlotte and Louis. What, and I've said this many times. People are confused because she's so stupid. She can't even communicate this. What she was trying to say is the following. The queen made an exception and granted Louis, Charlotte and Louis prince and princess titles and HRH styles in spite of the fact that according to a letter, 1917 letters patent, they were not entitled to either have the HRA style or the prince and princess titles. But the queen, of course, because the monarch is the fount of all royal titles and styles. So the monarch said, screw the 1917. I know it's there, but no, I'm going to give him because, of course, the monarch can do that. Okay. And then, uh, and this is what Megan was saying, because Archie had titles. Archie had title. He was the, the Earl of Dumbarton or something like that, but she didn't want that. She wanted the queen to make the same, the same exception that she had made for Charlotte and Louis and make Archie Prince of England, which the queen, of course, didn't because the queen already knew her a magnificent, iconic queen, knew, knows his skank when she saw his skank, you know, and that's all there was to it. There was no way that she was going to grant that, unlike Charles, who just allowed Meghan to bulldoze him and, and put, you know, say, oh, my kids are, are prince and princess now, yeah. you know. And, and let's not forget, Meghan didn't want to baptize Lily until she had the prince's title. And Tyler Hypocrite Perry, for all his, I hate the royal family. I don't believe in that. They're, they're colonialist. He was wishing Meghan Markle in 2021. Happy birthday, Princess Meghan. And now he's the godfather of Princess Lily. Instead of saying, you know what, Meghan? I'm not going to be the godfather of Lily because she's a princess and I... I want nothing to do with that colonialist family. You know, they are enslaved everybody, blah, 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 blah. No, he's the godfather to Princess Lily. Hypocrite. Uh, I just, just want to just say one thing. Every time one of these brings up William and his kids, I have this like mental flash in my brain of how massive the fuck up that Prince Harry's done. Because I know what William's kids look like. If we son in his wee suit, 
doing all those wee royal things with his dad and his mum. And I, I, when we started this series, I knew nothing, right? I knew a bit about Meghan and Harry from editing. But now, learn, and spe especially speaking with Francis, right? The contrast between conducting yourself appropriately, okay, and literally running away from home as a high school, like a high school movie, right? Where you've, this, this guy meets this girl and he just, he just runs away. That's what we've seen. Okay. It's, it's an absolute shit show. And when, when you brought up, uh, uh, Prince William and, uh, Catherine and their kids, they're iconic now in my brain. Like that is the new Royal world that's going to open up. And for somebody who was really way down here in his knowledge, understanding your guys' views and seeing what you guys saying come to fruition. I mean, I remember weeks ago being with Paula being like, nah, it's all going to be fine. And Paula's like, no, you fool. And you're right. You're right. Um, so yeah, just, just chime back in, Michelle. Chime back in. So a lot's been said. Yeah, but I also think that um, Harry, you know, when they interviewed him and they asked him, why don't you just get rid of the titles? And he's like, well, what's the point? So I still think he's clinging to the titles. I think they both like the titles. I mean, let's be real here. They both want the pomp and circumstance without the work yeah, yeah. with their kids. But um, you're right. When you look at the Waleses, I call them the Fab Five because they're the future of the monarchy. And it's so nice. People are watching them grow up before their very eyes. They're becoming attached to them. But Harry and Meghan, they're really weird. It's like they don't want you to see their kids, and then they push their kids. Look at my kids. Aren't they cute? But don't look it too hard. Here are my kids, and I'm going to take them away from you. It's like people have gotten to the point where we just don't care anymore. I don't care to see your kids. Really. I don't care to see Archie or Lily. I wish them the best. But they're really nothing when it comes to the royal family. I have no feelings about them. At this point, don't even share a photo. So the fact that they put them on Netflix to me was a vanity project. They wanted to show off their kids, you know? And people are like, we don't care anymore. And he looks different. Every time you look at Archie and Lily, they look so different. And I know they're doing a lot of Photoshopping and, you know, the hair debacle, but it's just gotten to the point where I would rather just look at the Wales as kids. There's no smoke and mirrors there. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. What do you think, Paula? Well, it's um. I gotta tell you something. I I really again it boils down to Harry not wanting to use his children for that. I believe that Harry kind of experienced being not a prince, and he didn't like it. I think that Harry always said, "Oh, I don't want to be a prince," but he when he said that, he thought he would keep all the privileges which to a large degree, he still has. He's still on that royal website. And if you look at, you know what's very interesting because um, I saw something in GB News and the men, gentleman said, you know, people look to the, to the monarchy's website to see what's going on with the royals and stuff like that, you know, and, and basically by looking at that website, it tells them a lot. The fact that Harry and Meghan and Andrew are still in there it basically sends a message that they're still part of a working monarchy. There's a huge ambivalence. And this is why people don't completely cut ties with Harry. Because the minute he's removed 
from that website, the fact that he's still there, people wonder, why is he still there? Then he must be important. And the excuse it's given is that he's the king's son. It has nothing to do with that. Because, you know, um, when the queen was alive, oh, when the queen was alive, um, she didn't, you know, you know, she didn't have, um, she didn't put, for example, Zara Tyndall or Princess Eugenie or anything like that, even though they were her grandkids in, in, in their website, because it's not a family website. It is a monarchy's website for working royals. And when people look at that website, they go, wait a minute, Harry's still there. And it's like a long list of how great he is. You know, it's 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 actually oh look at her she's so I, I miss her so much oh. so yeah so it, it it is it is he he doesn't like he suddenly has realized yeah. that not being a prince that without the prince title or anything he is not that interesting and you know what I disagree with you Ron and people no way people won't watch the reality show because the only thing that oh. makes them interesting is the fact that they have links to the royal family you don't and have, they you have don't no have connection to the royal family doesn't matter i have watched reality tv shows that are so shit okay the subject matter is so terrible and i'm fucking glued there for 20 episodes and i'm like what is my life yeah but that's you know what the difference is you know what the difference is that i bet i, I have also i am guilty of that but it's like <laughs> watching a car, car crash thing I know. But the, difference is, the difference is that these people are real you're watching them and they're like oh my god don't do that yeah. Here, whereas harry and mega markle they would be staging everything it would be how great mega markle is just yeah, like that I drinking think, tea with melissa mccarthy thing you know I it's so fake and so phony people the Netflix thing, the numbers were were a little bit massaged. Yeah. Well, listen, I think what you and Michelle were getting at with the fakeness is we're so accustomed to the character we know, the new persona would be easy for us to see as fake. Whereas with normal reality TV, which is a most of it is a bit fake, we don't have any precognition of the characters. We're going in, you know, Love Island or 90 Day Fiance or all these things. I can't stop watching 90 Day Fiance. That's my biggest guilty which pleasure. Which one is it? It's, it's 90 Day Fiancé. It's just about people trying to get married from other countries. It, it is the biggest load of garbage. It is brain-rotting garbage. I understand now where people can fall down a slippery slope into addiction. Thank you for watching the podcast. Here's a word from our sponsor, Rocket Money. Don't you hate it when you've got subscriptions out there that you don't know about? Taking all that cash out of your account. I recently found out I had four Amazon Prime subscriptions. Now I've got it down to one. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Most people think they're spending $80 in their subscriptions, when in reality the number is closer to $200. When you're signed up for so many things like streaming services you used to watch one show or free trials for delivery you don't use, it's so easy to lose track of what you're paying for. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions and manage your money the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com forward slash Sean, S-H-A-U-N. That's rocketmoney.com, S-H-A-U-N, rocketmoney.com slash Sean. Thanks for supporting our sponsor. Link is in the description box on YouTube. Back to the podcast.
But I agree with you about the reality show, um, 90 Day Fiance. It's amazing. I'm addicted to all of the spinoffs. But I wanted to see, I think it was called The Newlyweds. Remember that with Jessica Simpson where she did The Chicken of the Sea? She was confused and it was hilarious. People were addicted to that show. But Megan's not cute. She tries to be Julia Roberts, but she's not. She's Cruella DeVille. So she has no personality. People just don't like her. People don't warm to her. She's very, hey, trying to be fake. So I don't think those types of reality shows would work because I think people would see, see more of the real her, which we've all seen, and it's not good. So I don't know. Okay, so when, when Paula was making her point, I, I made some notes here. Also, please make the reality show, Megan. Don't listen to the girls. We'll all fucking watch. No one will admit to it, but we'll all be on fucking our, our sock Twitter accounts being like, did you see Megan this week? Well, Paula, you'll be the number one fan. I don't know what you're fucking talking about. You'll be subscribing to that shit first. Okay, so I made a note here, right? So for me, analyzing the data that you guys have provided over the last few weeks, I feel like Megan whirlwinded Harry, right? Completely swept him off his feet and managed to get him to a point where he was so deeply in, like, in love with this woman that leaving the royal family, the maddest thing any of us have ever heard, was not an issue now if harry and megan had been madly in love and it was real they'd left the royal family they could have been bigger than anyone if they'd played their cards right by being the shining example of a non-working royal who respected where they came from did you see what i mean i think that could have been amazing but harry hasn't really messed it up harry seems to have gone downhill and then been groomed into making terrible decisions and is now realizing that he's been duped. It's very similar to a lot of the time it's the situations reversed where it's a woman who's been sucked into something and her life's been destroyed. And that's usually the classic tale. But I think that's what I'm picking up on, those kind of vibes where predatory you know, and 90% it is men that are the predator and they, 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 they suck the woman in, they, they bleed them dry and they're off. I mean, we just seen the Tinder swindler. I mean, that's another fucking show, man. Fucking hell. Um, but I get those kind of vibes now that I've had 10, 12 weeks of data from you guys. And it's sad because it really paints a testament to the dangers of vulnerability, whether you're living on a council estate or living in a trailer, as you would say, out in, in, in the US of A, um, or you're a freaking prince, you know? That's deep. I think said that if um, the roles were reversed, if Harry was a female and Meghan was a male, they would say it was abuse. Like, because you think about what she's done to him, she's separated him from his entire family, took him away from his life, he's completely changed, lost all his friends. People would be like, oh my God, red flags. And I agree with you, Ron. I think that he, in the beginning, was sold a story that's no longer happening. And I believe Neil Sean and other people, and maybe Paula, you brought up the point that he thought they were gonna go do charity, go live a quieter life, and then she wanted to be in Hollywood. So they're two different things. A guy who got clickety-click, you know, he was, um, afraid of the cameras is all of a sudden now like trying to be like a Hollywood movie star. And that's not what he was before. And I think he kind of lost himself with Megan. Now he's trying to get back to doing his charity with Africa Invictus. But the interesting thing is that Megan, because she has failed on all of her own solo projects, Pearl, 
um, the bench, her um, archetype podcast has now ingratiated herself onto Harry's project, The Invictus Games. If you remember, Paula, they said like a year ago they were going to do separate projects. Megan was going to do hers. Harry was going to do his. But she's failed at all of her projects. So now she has ingratiated herself to be the main character of the Invictus Games, right? So, Paula, let me ask you this. Do you think Meghan Markle is going to make it into another fashion show like she did last year, or do you think she's going to tone it down? Because, you know, a lot of people were saying that the charity paid for her wardrobe. So what do you think is going to happen? Go, well, I think, you know, two things there. Um, Harry, when Princess Diana got divorced, this woman was no longer a working royal. She did ask to kind of give, be given an ambassadorial role, which was denied. I think it was one of the biggest mistakes they ever made, because if there was ever anybody who could represent her country with pride, because they may say many things about Princess Diana, but one of the things that she was not is she was not a traitor. She loved queen and country. She took enormous pride on, on representing her country. She flew the flag high for her country. So when she left the royal family, when she, was, when she quit being a working royal, she went and did all these things with the Red Cross, the landmines. So, yeah. and you know what? And, and her personal secretary, is on record saying that when Princess Diana divorced, uh, when they got divorced, she got so many commercial offers. Princess Diana would be one of the biggest billionaires there where it was. And she told them that it, she, it was even, that was something that for her, it would be beneath her to do something commercial with her position. Because, you know, like for her, it was like, no. I mean, it was something that was unthinkable that she thought it was, crass beneath her to exploit her position that she would use it instead to highlight causes and work for causes that and and sure enough landmines leprosy aids yeah, i mean it, anything course, they could have gone and done the same thing and princess yeah. diana never once trashed her majesty the queen no. nor her country she always said that she respected her queen that she waited for her instructions uh, she didn't want to be political. I remember when she did the landmine thing and some assholes reporter was saying, oh, you know, in parliament, they're, they're saying they're interfering with politics. And you see her saying why she's really upset. You know, she's saying, I'm, I'm not being political. I'm just trying to highlight an issue of landmines and how it destroys children's lives, you know. So yeah. there's a, Harry and Meghan, if indeed were true humanitarians, would have... Princess Diana even won Humanitarian Award of the Year. I think she got it awarded in New York, right? Remember okay. when she did that award? True humanitarian. If there were a shed, if there were a sliver of humanitarian, do you know what I'm saying? You can't compare the two. Like, Diana, like you've got to understand, when we talk about Diana and what she did for, for people with AIDS, we're talking about, like, the 80s and 90s. Did, have, have any of you ever seen the advertising for AIDS in the 80s with the big death stone that just said AIDS and the lightning bolts. It was scary, right? And could you just imagine, right, a world where that hadn't have happened? Because for so many people, that was a moment for, you know, when, when a princess was, you know, showing everyone there's nothing to be scared of. 
everybody should just, you know, have love and all the rest of it. It was mind blowing. And I just want to say, if Princess Diana was alive right now, I think she would have one of the classiest Twitter pages. Like her tweets on Charles's wedding day would have been poetry to read. I just want to say that. Because oh my God, I sure miss she, her. She would, she would, she would be, she'd have a way with words uh, that would just be incredible. Where you know, but this is the point, Ron, that yeah. Michelle is saying. What do yeah. you think that Harry and Meghan they could have done it because Princess Diana has of done it. They could have. Of course, unlike, they been, unlike they Duchess of York, they could have been bigger, Paula. They, it was the only opportunity for a British royal to succeed, to surpass Diana, was Harry picking a wife, okay? Because William's already got the king, he's going to get all that stuff. Harry was the one that needed something, and he had an opportunity to just find a nice girl, okay, and be his mother's. Uh, you know, uh, is the next phase of his mother's work, I should say, right? And that's what he should have done. And I think he would have done it with the right woman. I genuinely think if if Megan was as passionate about anything else other than Megan, right? Because I genuinely think that if Harry was a binman, she would have made him leave his job. And I think she just seen him as royal position as a job. She didn't even think about it. It was just, oh, what do you mean? You just need to quit your job. If, we're, if we can't move, you need to quit your job, Harry. That's what I feel like her narcissistic brain was. I don't even think she encapsulated the situation. Um, it's fucking. It was making me quite mad this week, Paula, talking and Michelle. I'll I be sent, honest. I sent you a clip about the. I don't know if you can post it here. It's about her. The 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 um, on WhatsApp. It's about her getting in the car before the Queen, and another clip of her that that cursy she did on Netflix. I've been watching it and getting angrier and angrier by the you minute. Are. Michelle chime in and I'll have a watch of this and then we'll see. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think what happened is Harry wasn't happy with himself and he equated that to his role in the royal family. There was a clip and I don't know if it was you or someone else where they showed when Princess Diana and King Charles came back from a trip and you see them running, you know, she gets off the boat and she's running to hug William first and then she hugs Prince Harry, right? And then Charles does the same thing. He hugs William first. He hugs Harry. And then Harry was really upset and he went and he kicked William. <laughs> and it's like they didn't even like discipline him. He was such a jealous little child. He was always jealous of William. And I think Will, um, when Meghan met Harry, he was just always a victim. He was always feeling sorry for himself, right? So she convinced him that you can have it better if you follow me. You'll be number one and not number two. But I think Harry was just very unhappy with himself, and he equated that to the royal family. So he thought if he left with Meghan, he would be happier, it would be better. But I think you're right, Ron. He's realizing that it's not great over there. And they screwed up. They had the biggest platform in the world. They could have been huge. They really could have been the most popular royals if they would have kept their mouth shut and just did like Paula said, came out and did charity like Diana carried on her legacy. But to your point, I don't know if you ever watched The Millionaire Matchmaker with Patty Stanger. She used to tell men, your picker's off. Your picker's off. Harry, you picked wrong. He chose a showgirl versus a woman of substance like Catherine, like um, Sophie. He chose a wannabe showgirl who just wanted to be famous. She didn't want to do royal work, although she duped him into believing that that's who she was. So Harry thought he was getting a Diana, you know, 2.0. Instead, he got a washed up showgirl. And that's why they're in the predicament they're in now.
Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I, I completely agree with you there. I just want to say, right, if you just sent me a video of Meghan Markle pushing, basically, sh basically shoving the Queen out of the way to get in a cab ahead of the Queen, and also, how fucking small is the Queen? Right, I'm, I'm going to show this bit of footage, right? It's, it's not going to look too good, right? But that is Meghan Markle. Oh, no, there we go. That is Meghan Markle just like walked past the Queen to get in a cab, right? I'm not being funny, okay? The Queen, you let the Queen get in the cab. I'm sorry about the, the It's picture. not the cab, it's the Queen's car. It's the Queen's car. Wow, I hope to God what we don't see there is the Queen going, oh, hi, Megan, please go ahead of me. Please, Megan, go ahead. I hope that's what happened. Because well, that, what I happened is that Meghan Markle is being told, you can see the gentleman talking to the Queen to hand over the blanket. They're completely blanking Meghan Markle. And Meghan yeah. Markle comes and basically just holds over. She jumps in front between the two people. So the Queen is like, so the, the Queen has no choice but to be a lady to be gracious. And when she sees that Megan is jumping ahead of her, no matter what, she basically says, well, I'm sure she didn't say fuck it. She said, you know, let her go ahead, you know, but, uh, but it's vulgar. It's crass at its worst. Look there. They're talking to the queen. She goes in there. Oh man. That is like New York taxi cab tactics right there. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm surprised she didn't push her away. <laughs> but actually, I think for that instance, the queen wanted her to go first, though, because of protocol. She had to get out a certain angle at the door. That's what I heard. Oh, there you go. I was going to tell you, if you look at all the queen's engagements, she's yeah. always the first to come out of the car because she's the queen. And you can see Princess Anne coming behind her. And when you see that she's leaving... She always gets in first for security reasons. You need the queen inside first in case, you know, if something happens, the queen is inside the car and they can take off, not Meghan Markle. So if you look at, look all, at all engagements, all previous engagements are queen comes out first, queen goes in first because of security reasons. You cannot have a oh, princess and a monica jump in. Watch, oh, even with Princess Catherine, when she goes and did uh, engagements with Princess Catherine, you can see that the queen comes her, comes in for goes out first and Catherine respectfully standing back and when it's time to leave the queen says goodbye first and the queen goes in the car first and then Catherine or anybody walks in because of course she has to sit first not last well the reason why i'm saying that is because and i agree with you is because you know the queen was walking ahead right and she gets to the car but the way that the car was angled, she stops and she kind of gestures for Megan to go. The reason why I'm saying that is because if the queen went in second, she would be the first one at the next destination to be out the car door. But that's just what I've heard. I could be wrong. And I do know she she does kind of push herself in front of people. But I believe in that instant, um, the queen wanted to be by the door. So she let her go in first. I could be wrong. But if you yeah, watch yeah, well, it, you'll see the queen kind of gestures for Megan to move. I don't know. Yeah, that's because the queen sees her coming. If you see the guy is talking to the queen to hand her over the blanket, and Megan literally gets in there, and the queen sees her that she gets in there, and then Megan hesitates and goes back out, but then she goes back in, and the queen, when she sees that, is trying to save face for Megan, because you see, you can see the guy talking to the queen, saying, "Ma'am, your blanket," and the queen is about to go in, and then Megan is being Megan because she she thinks she's above the queen of England. 
I have a few expletives that come to my head every time I see that. Every time I see that, it, it, I, I really get upset or that thing, you know. You know how offensive that is? I have very good friends that are Maori, you know, from New Zealand. You know how they say hello and they and they and they go like this in the nose. That would have been equivalent of Meghan Markle making fun of that greeting because that's something that's very cultural. The cursey is a sign of respect. It takes less than a second to do. Are you telling me that this Yankee woman couldn't take the time to do a, 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 a half of a second of a curtsy, and she goes and mocks something that's cultural? That because the cursing, drinking tea, the thing that she did with Melissa McCarthy, Melissa McCarthy is disgusting to me because basically they were drinking tea with the hats. They were mocking British culture. Why don't they mock Native American culture? Or can you imagine if they have mocked an African culture or, or, or in any, any African ritual or a Japanese ritual or Hindu rituals? They sure. were mocking British culture. Cursing to the queen is you're not cursing to a person. You're cursing to a symbol of an entire nation, many nations, Canada, one of them. And that's what people don't understand, that the queen that the queen is a symbol that represents billions of people and is part of our culture. That That's a cultural gesture. Hello? How are you doing? <laughs> oh, you're frozen. Hi, you're frozen Michelle. Away. Hi, Ron. Hi, Paula. How are you doing? Hi, Paula. Michelle's having serious technical difficulties. So for this week, oh, no. uh, we are only able to talk uh, when Michelle's mic is muted because the, the, the gremlins have taken over her uh, her system, sadly. Oh, okay. okay. So, but really good to see. It's been like ages since we've connected. It's really good to see you, Pete. I Diana. know. You know, this back to school and summertime is busy for my charity because we have a summer program. So, yeah. School's back well, in, so it's dying down. Yeah, well, that's that's exciting. I've been in a, a pit of despair and darkness, so it's good that you have got some positive vibes. I'm loving it. We're uh, we're just sort of hammering into Meghan and Harry here, okay? Over a number of things. Uh, will they stay together? Is the wedding a sham? Obviously, where was Harry duped from the start, and now he's realizing what the fuck is going on? Uh, and also, we've been debating if we're getting close to desperation point, and will we get that reality TV show? And my argument for this, P. Dinah, is the writer strike and uh, the fact that there's no shows being pushed out. Netflix may have big money to push uh, for for us to finally get the train wreck that would be Harry and Meghan. Um, you know, I hopefully, hopefully for me, I want the TLC budget, not the Netflix budget. Like I want a TLC show, not a Netflix show. Like I want a train What's wreck. What's the difference? Oh, for example. Megan and Harry, the reality episode or documentary, we got one episode. Do you know how many episodes of 90 Day Fiancé there is? A, a bajillion. Oh, you know really? Oh, my, 90 Day Fiancé, mate, tanned that in a week. I'm now on the, the last <laughs> resort. This is the, the latest one, last resort. No neck ed, living his best life. Let's go. Um, yeah, that's what we're hoping for. So tell, us how you, tell us how you've been. Tell us what's been going on with you, first of all, because it's been a while. And then uh, yeah. some insight into these, the dynamic duo. Yeah, well, you know, there was some controversy around this whole thing with Harry coming to peace talks with King Charles. And there were several articles about this happening, potentially, yes, no, like everyone was talking about it. So I did a video on it. Well, then 
the Royals came out and did a smackdown and said, no, we are not having peace talks. Although the king said he would like to reconcile with Hera, it's not happening. So that just told me that Harry and Meghan are really playing some games, like getting stories out there as legitimate. And they know the Royals are usually not going to respond but I'm so glad that they did respond in this instance and said that they were not going to be having these peace talks and they need to, I think, start shutting down lies a lot yeah. more often. They just have to do it, even though they don't you know, do that. This is a new day and time. They need to yeah. do that. That's, I was that's just, my I was just. I was just going to ask you, do you think that that is because the whatever marketing or PR management company that, that run the Royals, everything are, are aware of the devastation of fake news and how fast it travels. You think it's the first shift into a modern Royal. Uh, yeah. They you have to because of fake news and everything yeah. that can be put out there on your behalf, like you're doing something, you, you have to shut it down. You can't ignore it because people have too much access to get false stories out there and protect your brand and what you represent and what you are and are not doing, you need to shut it down. Of course, yeah. So just oh, do it. It's, what it's I going say. to be interesting to see the digitization uh, of the Royals as, as time goes forward because, mm -hmm. you know, you guys know a lot more about their web presence than mine. We were just talking about how insanely poetic Princess Diana's Twitter account would have been if she was still alive on the day of Charles's wedding. Oh. Uh, it would have, would have been a beautiful thing. Uh, <laughs> So, yes. Michelle, how are you doing for time? I do, I'm just making sure you get all your points out before you. I'm good. I'm good for time. Yeah. I'm good for time. Then, I, wanted, I, wanted, mm -hmm. I wanted to ask you because you have some news to share with us. Oh, I do have some news. And I have a book. Yay! I have Hell my yeah. first book. I'm a published author. It really is about education, global learning, my experiences living abroad. And I do put some 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 little anecdotes around Meghan Markle in here and things that she's done and got wrong. So it's available on Amazon and it will be up on my PDINA website, pdina.net soon. Um, but yeah, it's available for purchase now. And everyone that attended my event in London has their book already on its way they get a free copy so but that this is, is available super super awesome can we just talk about that pose on the front of the book as well i know right loving that super exciting p Dina. congratulations, congratulations. I, and i ordered mine yesterday it'll be here friday i'm excited oh, oh thank you michelle i already read it i, I read it i loved it i love it has hers Thank you, Paula. You I guys, know, I read it. I loved it. I loved it. You know, because I was, uh, we did a live yesterday, and I was telling Pidina how she talks about this is where I started, and this is where I'm at right now, with no travesty, with no, with no, and I mean her, her upbringing. It's it's proper harsh, you know. Mm -hmm. um, it would be hard to connect who she is right now to where she started in life, and how how. How, how she made such great things for herself, you know? And, and, and for me, I'm so very proud of you. I mean, I can't, I can't believe I'm friends with you. But, um, but it's, it's uh, you know, I was telling you after the life that I remember growing up, our generation, that we used to have women who were fighters. We looked up to this woman, you know, the American dream was coming from nothing, going there, going through your struggles and making it and, you know, 
and being a being a fighter, a survivor. Now, the American dream is being billionaire and a victim. Mm-hmm. We have nobody to look up to. So you are kind of like the person to look up to because you're not there saying, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I was, you know, I was segregated. Oh, my God. Yes, you know, true. my mom, you know, I yeah. had to walk miles to cross, you know, because my dad dropped me up outside and, you know, nobody answered. Oh, my God. I didn't have that. You're not bitching about things. You're just getting on with things. It's like, you know what? I was, I grew up in the ghetto, was with my mom. You know, like I was, I was labeled slow, you know? Yes. A lot of bad things, negative things, but you don't whine about that. You get on with it and you work hard to overcome. And it's just so surprising that people like Megan, who had afforded so many opportunities and such a great upbringing that she would have anything to whine about. Really? It was like, what? What are you whining about? Get on with it. It's yeah. She's not grateful to her father who gave her all those opportunities. Yeah. Not grateful at all. No. It's sickening. Sickening. And Pidana, we were talking about how Harry and Meghan Markle could have been so huge, how they yeah. truly dedicated themselves to, to, to doing, for example, charity work. Like Princess Diana, when she yeah. got divorced from, from William, uh, from, from uh, what's his name? Charles. She mm-hmm. dedicated her life not to commercial gain, but yep. to truly, truly, truly help uh, people, charitable causes that were mm-hmm. unpopular sometimes, but it was nothing for her. She wanted to lend her platform right. to these causes, whereas right. Harry and Meghan are using charities to better their images. Exactly. And that's the only reason why she's acting like she's doing charity work, because didn't she start her charity work right before she knew she was going to hook up with Harry? Like when she planned those things to meet with him. So she went and helped kids over in Africa and had these things organized because she wanted to not not be considered someone that was self uh, promoting but she wanted to make it look like she was a humanitarian and had her wikipedia profile changed she like she plotted it all and, and you can see, see right, see right through. through she was instagram worthy so remember he looked at her instagram and he was like oh okay she, it was all fake and i think she worked with a company that works with celebrities that pairs them with those types of organizations for public charitable work she actually worked with a company i believe so it was all for show really really do you know that company i don't know the name of the company i'll have to remember but remember she went with a film crew a makeup artist a photographer and she got she was all it was all set up but there was some kind of organization that she partnered with and they work with celebrities and they send them out on these places for like charitable causes but it's it's a publicity thing too i think Yep, it was for water. It was a water thing to open a water well, water for Rwanda or something like that. When she opened a water well or some crap, and she went with Gabor Urena, by the way, uh, Gabor Urena. I don't know how you call that, hmm. like, but um, and who she took off quite a few times. She, I even posted a picture of her of him carrying her in his arms, and they both smiling, giggling. She was like ecstatic. I haven't seen her that happy with Ari. Yeah, she's plotting and playing the whole time. Yeah, you know, in their engagement, and I'm watching actually their engagement interview because there's a part of him where he says, "I am deeply in love with this woman, and I hope she's she feels the same way about me." She doesn't say yes. That is true. 
I'm actually I watching, that. I you not. I'm watching it because I thought I'm going to send you the link and I'm going to show you exactly That's what moment it is because um, he says, I'm, I'm crazy about this girl and I hope she's, she feels the same way towards me. And she just looks down and goes, hmm. That's brutal. <laughs> that is absolutely brutal. Like if your partner did that to you at a public event or whatever, you would be broken after that. Do you know what That's I mean? See that again? That's, that's like if someone says, I love you, and you go, thanks. Whatever love Whatever love means. means. Whatever love means. That's right. <laughs> so, Prince uh, Pidana, do you think that the marriage is going to last? We've seen a couple of articles now come out that Megan and Harry differ on how to raise the children. Because mm -hmm. Megan now wants them by her side and in the open. Yeah. And Harry doesn't want to because he's stuck in the past. I don't think it's going to last. I, re I mean, I think the marriage we know is coming. I mean, the, the divorce is coming, right? We know this is going to happen. Um, and didn't Lady C talk about there being, he went to go see some divorce lawyers. I heard him on Dan Wooten's show or her on Dan Wooten's show. And she was saying that he met with divorce lawyers. That was an article out. So like, yeah, it's going to happen. The question is before, um, well, when is it going to happen? But did you also hear that her new agent is saying that she needs to completely divorce herself from Harry and she needs to get rid of everything royal, get rid of Sussex, and they wow. need to focus just on her as an individual? Like that is the advice from her new agent right now. I don't think she'll do it, though, Tirana, because she won't ditch the royal title. I mean, this woman, you're going to have to pry those those royal titles from the, from, from her, from hands. the whole thing. You know, like, this is a woman who went in Oprah and bitched about the fact that, you know, she wasn't given titles. And now she's the mother of Prince and Princess Lilibet. I don't, I don't think you, that, that, that she's going to follow that advice. We know that she doesn't follow advice from right. anybody because she knows better. And if she's been advised to distance herself from Harry and, and being royal, why is she going to invict us? And by the way, I don't know if you heard this. Harry's mm -hmm. going to be in the UK on, on September 7th, 17th. day before the Queen's uh, thing. This is just to basically trash and take over all the press is it gonna meet are there gonna be peace talks this is just to basically that's what i think i don't know what you guys think mm -hmm. yeah i think that's that could be it too because they do that all the time before major events michelle um i think they just announced that he's going to be there for the wellness awards for the charity that he's a part of so he's going to be in uh in the uk around that time for the wellness awards and I believe they said they might try to say something about the queen. We all know that Catherine and William are going to say something about the queen. Um, and then he's going to go off to Dusseldorf, Germany, and the king's also going to be back from Balmoral. But uh, I think, Padina, you're correct. They, they're not going to have peace talks, even though there was a rumor, because they're in the same place at the same time, right? But we all know mm -hmm. Prince William definitely isn't. But it is interesting because they said that Catherine and William are going to be in a public place to remember the Queen on September 8th. And I believe Harry's going to be there September 7th in the UK for the Wellness Awards. I forgot what the charity. I think it's well the Child. Child. Well Child. There you go. And so he's going to be there in the UK. And I'm like, oh, God, is he going to make a public thing on the 8th trying to upstage William and Catherine, which would be horrible. Of course. Of course. You know. He's definitely going to do that. I no doubt because he's learned from Megan, right? <laughs> he's learned from her, and that's what they do. But they say she's not coming to the UK. She's not setting foot in the UK. 
But so I wonder if, she, if he's there on the seventh. I wonder if she's going to leak something on the seventh because we saw what happened with him oh. going to Singapore. Yeah. Yeah. She always, she always tried, tried to go to hear from her left eye, Paula. Hmm? For the huh? queen. She's going to be like, oh, the queen died. You know, her left eye, the left, tear. Left. She's going to have a photograph of herself crying on the eighth. <laughs> That's a good one, Michelle. Yes. Yeah. But do you I, think, Dinah, that if they did a reality show, I was we were having a little um wondering because I don't think it'll be successful because the reason why we watch reality shows is because we watch that mess and people are, you know, they, they're not afraid. Thanks for watching our podcast. This is a word from our sponsor, Shopify. I feel like I'm missing out because everyone is starting a side hustle or their own business these days. And you know what they're hearing a lot? That's the sound of another sale on Shopify. The all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify is the commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. Are you selling books or events like us? Shopify simplifies selling online and in person so you can successfully grow your business. Shopify covers all your sales channels from a shopfront-ready POS system to its all-in-one e-commerce platform. Shopify even gets you selling across social media marketplaces like Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Full of the industry-leading tools ready to ignite your growth, Shopify gives you complete control over your business and your brand without learning new skills in design or coding. And thanks to 24-7 help and with an extensive business course library, Shopify is ready to support your success every step of the way. Look, there's so many options out there to expand your business these days. And what's lovely about Shopify is that no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify will be there to empower you with the confidence and control to take your business to the next level. It's time to get serious about selling and get Shopify today. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Sign up for a £1 per month trial period at shopify.co.uk forward slash Sean, S-H-A-U-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.co.uk slash Sean to take your business to the next level today. Shopify.co.uk forward slash Sean. That's the word from our sponsor. Thanks for watching. Link in description. Back to the podcast. Great to go down dirty. Even the Kardashians fight, you know, and, and, and slap each other or whatever. Yeah. I don't see Megan doing that. Megan will everything would be pretentious because everything has to be perfect. Right. So you think I I mean the net and I want to tell you something wrong. I couldn't even right. watch the Netflix thing. I mean, I turned off that thing and then I actually just watched uh the the, the fifth, I think, where they mocked the queen and stuff and, the, and they talked about the Commonwealth because I was angry and I couldn't I can't bear to hear her voice. But <laughs> I don't think people will watch that reality show because people know she's fake. What do you think? Peter? I, I think, think they will, Michelle. I think the reality show that we're all missing here is the staff. If they had a show called Surviving the Sussexes and we were just behind the scenes with the staff coming and crying, she threw a tea at me again today. I didn't get the temperature right. Like that would just be a hit, right? The people behind the scenes, the staff, the surviving the Sussexes. Now that's a reality show I would watch, mm -hmm. right? The fly on the wall. I mean, I would just kill for that type of show. And Ron, oh. you know, 90 Day Fiance, people like Angela, 
and no neck yep, yep. head. I mean, they make the show because they're drama. So we need some behind the scenes dirt. You know, we need the surviving the Sussexes club need to come out with a reality show. Okay, yes. I know that no neck Ed guy. I did watch that episode. So. <laughs> I, would, I would watch that show every week, Michelle. Every single week. It would be amazing. That's the one we want. We ain't getting that show. All right. That, you know what I'm saying? We ain't getting that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would want to say, I'd watch it. I would. Well, of course you would. Of but would you we- watch Meghan Markle on a weekly basis? Basically just, oh, my life is perfect. I don't know what jewelry. Yes. You, you know why? I would call it out and talk about it and talk about everything say, that's yeah. wrong with it. Yes, I will be you, watching. Oh, well, yeah, but not because she's interesting, but because we do right. a blog about it. You know, okay. there's a di- what I'm trying to say that we would watch it because we, we would talk about how, what a phony she is and stuff like that. But regular people who actually like yeah. to watch stuff like the Kardashians or, you know, that 90, the, the Fury people or whatever, they like to watch real people, you know, like, 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 you know, real stuff, you know, that yeah. probably we wouldn't expose ourselves and Meghan Markle would never do that. Right. And I think you're right. People, I don't think they would watch in droves like they do the 90 day fiance. But I also think that it's very likely that it would happen because of the writer's strike. And that's how reality TV got started anyway, when there was a writer's strike or yeah, before, and they had no scripts, but we know it is scripted in a way, but it's not like the union scripted show. So that's where it came from. So, I mean, I don't think this strike is going to be ending any time. And I think you're right, Padina, because really you, the writer's strike, they can't really talk about the Royals anymore, really, because it's, 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 it's over. People are tired of it. So the only thing they could do is to turn the cameras on themselves with Megan making her breakfast for little Archie. You know, we know she doesn't do that, but she'll do it for the cameras. And then, of course, having the staff crying in one of the 16 bathrooms. I mean, with a hidden camera, doing a little confessional. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really the only thing they can do, right? Unless they hire, what, Nonek, Ed, and Angela to go work as the staff working for Surviving the Sussexes. I mean, they need to do something, right? So I think the only thing they could do is turn the camera on themselves and their kids. But I don't think Harry would would go for it. You know, he's already been made a royal fool with his book. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, that's exactly right. I, I, I am in the same mindset as well, Michelle. So I don't know. Do you think Harry knows he's made himself a royal fool, Pedina? I mean, that's, that's that's the whole thing because I don't think he's aware of that. I don't think he's aware of it, but we are, aren't we? (laughs) <laughs> We're yeah, but he would need to be aware in order to change his ways, you know, uh, yeah. because I, I, the thing with Harry and Meghan is that they think that they're in the right and we, the entire world, are in the wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you need awareness to correct a certain behavior, which they don't have. No, But no. they do have all those no, secret right. social media accounts, and you know they have to be reading and seeing what people are saying about them. They have to be aware. They can't be that unaware. But then again, people like them don't embarrass. They're narcissists, right? I don't know. Yeah. 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 They get a lot of support, too. They get a lot of people that that, that just say great things about them that is so ridiculous. And they just gloat over it because that's what they want to hear. And they don't even really pay attention to the things that, like you and I are saying. They just, I don't know that they even really look to it to change. It's just noise to them. Yeah, yeah. It's 
I was saying this earlier uh, when we started doing this, Bidina. Like, I was hoping for like this great redemption story for Harry, and that you were all going to be wrong and all this stuff. And it's sad because the data is. We were talking about this. Uh, if the situation was reversed, um, and it was a man, you know, who had came into Meghan's life, and she was the princess, and all the rest of it, people would say it was an abusive relationship because she's been separated from her family and. Uh, all the rest of it and it was a kind of a that was my realization today when i kind of realized the extent of the situation you know because it is pretty messed up um and i know you've been saying it for weeks but i'm just uh, i'm just joining joining the, the the club now so i'm just letting you know so, so are you saying now that you don't think he's so brilliant like he said before well i mean who knows <laughs> who knows we'll see okay i'm just saying all right Okay, opinions change, but it's 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 quite it's quite shocking. But, but you know, you are know. coming to the dark, dark side. side. Yeah, that, that, well, it's 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 just it's just sad data when you analyze the data. You can't really argue with it, and that's that's really the the thing. But I mean, there's data data from my crazy theories as well. I mean, we can we can go down crazy avenues another time uh, because. Yeah, I've got a lot of theories, but if we're if we're putting our, our chips down, it does look pretty bad for Harry. What do you what think do you is going to happen right now on, on Invictus? Say that again, Paula. What do you think is going to happen on Invictus with Meghan and Harry there? What do you think is what do you see the reality of things happening? Yes, I see the tension between this couple because they're not going to be on the stage together at any point. I think we're going to really see why this couple is not going to be together in their future from their body language, how they move when they're there, just their body language and looks towards each other, if any, while they're maybe sitting, if we get to see that. I think what they say when they get up on stage, because we know the first time Megan spoke, she gloated about her husband. You know, maybe she's not going, because she's going to be doing something about stories or introducing one of the stories. Harry's going to do the is it the ending or the opening ceremony one of those michelle um what i heard is that she's going to have a whole new segment she has like her own role of course right so she's going to do like the testimonial interviews like the inspirational interviews and he's doing the closing ceremony like he did last year the big speech mm -hmm. but i mm -hmm. heard that she's also giving an award i think she's going to do what she did last year with that cringe Michael Jackson lookalike kiss at the end, where it looked like the Lisa Marie thing. Remember how it was so cringeworthy? Um, but I think the body language and if the claw is going to be out is going to be very interesting. Because if you notice, she's retired the claw. Lately, she barely even looks at the man. You know, like when they did that one little thing where they were sitting on the bench, people thought it was AI, that they were sliced together because she literally didn't look at him. He was like hot lava. She's like, nope, can't look at you. It was so weird that they had no interaction. But normally she's clawing him and giving him that Charles Manson love stare. She didn't do any of that. So it's going to be in the birthday party. He was walking behind her like he was her entourage. There was no love depth. We're walking hand in hand. He was walking behind her like if you wouldn't have known who they were, you'd have thought he was the doorman or he was with the other guy. She just doesn't act like she's in a couple. They're not the salt and pepper, you know what I'm saying? So I think it's going to be interesting to see the body language in the heart of Invictus. And Paul and I were wondering, do you think she's going to put on another fashion show or do you think she's just going to tone it down? 
last year. I think she will probably tone it down because I don't know that she even really wants to be there with him, attaching her brand to him right now. Because like I said, her agent is trying to make her an independent brand as much as possible. And But this is a commitment that she had prior to all this new stuff that she's deciding to do. So she has to do it because of the contract. But I think she's not going to be playing it up as much. I don't know that she'll be doing the fashion show and just doing, I think she'll just be extra in her behavior and very fake, but she's not going to be playing the, you know, I'm the wife of a Royal and lovey dovey to her husband. No, I don't think she'll play the wife of the Royals. I don't think she's ever played the wife of the Royal because she's always walked in front of Harry. Uh, she's always made each and every event about herself, even Harry's events, and he doesn't. She doesn't allow Harry to be there. What's interesting is when you and I were talking, Pidai, and I were going through the Invictus Games Foundation page when I found out that I was actually blocked from Invictus Games Dusseldorf. <laughs> yeah, I remember. They they don't have Megan announced. They don't have, and the one who announced she was going to be there was Megan through. Uh, U.S. outlets like in style and stuff like that, but Invictus Games didn't announce her. Yep, that's exactly right. They did not. So I don't think there's much love there. And plus, they already have animosity towards her because of the budgeting, right? Like all the money she spent on, like they had never had so much money spent during the Invictus Games until she became a part of it. And that's when the money started becoming like outrageous, where they were almost going to no longer be attached to the Invictus Games, if I'm correct, right? There was some well, something that decided not to work with them. Wasn't there a list of demands too? Yes. Yes. Made and people were like, "It's ridiculous what she's asking." Yeah. That. The, yeah, Paula. Do you know? Do you remember the demands she had when she? Well, she wants a certain. Uh, she wants a certain hotel, certain temperature at the hotel room, certain type of food, certain type of water. So, if you're telling me that this woman is not going to do a fashion show. I highly doubt it because Megan knows that this is her big opportunity to shine because this is the week of the queen's first year anniversary. Um, so they did this very deliberately shame on Invictus Games Foundation because they are using the queen's um, this is why they're not doing it in England because they would probably they wouldn't be allowed to do it. You know, because this is purely commercial. This is nothing to do with the veterans. This is a commercial venture for Harry, because mm -hmm. we know that Invictus Games Foundation have a, a, a commercial company attached that manages uh, Invictus Games Foundation charity. It's the IGF Trading Limited. And, uh, and they're the ones that are making money from that. This is no longer a charity. This is not about the veterans. This is about Harry's. And as you said, Pat, it's mm -hmm. a, a commercial engagement that they are fulfilling because they're getting money from it. That's and right. it's misrepresented as though the Invictus Games Foundation is, and it's very sneakily worded that they're getting uh, the proceeds and, uh, you know, 40% of the proceeds are going to, but the proceeds after what? After Harry makes his money? After Netflix makes their money? And after, after Jennifer Lopez is maybe paid? Because did you hear that Megan wants Jennifer Lopez to appear or to perform at the Invictus Games? That, that seems like money well spent right there. 
Right. Right. Is BetterUp still partnering with them? Are they still trying to sell that to like the veterans? That BetterUp program, which is like he's double dipping, he's getting paid up BetterUp, Netflix. You know, it's really gross. I I don't know. Do you know about that, Paul? I don't know about that. Well, it's still with BetterUp, and the and yeah. they used to be in the Queens Commonwealth Trust website. It was removed. I think it was removed I, uh, because before they used to have it front and center and people like me and many other people were complaining because this was a commercial venture. And I think he got over 500 or 600,000 uh, subscriptions of which he got a percentage per subscription because it was advertised on the Queens Commonwealth Trust website. So, so he has been helped. So when people tell me Harry's suffering, Harry's this, no, he's not. He's still featured at the Monarchy's website. He is still uh, has his HRH style. He's still domiciled in the United Kingdom, which gives him. Um, and by the way, I, I've heard people and this is I, I, I talked to you about this. People are saying if some because people don't understand the importance of Harry being in the line of succession. It's more than something just being, you know, whatever. If. When King Charles kicks the bucket, if let's say King Charles dies tomorrow, the next in line is would be Prince William. If Prince William dies, then the next in line would become monarch, but would be an underage one, which would mean that the next in line in the line of succession above the age of 21 mm -hmm. would become regent until George turns 18. A lot of people have come back to me. Oh no, parliament will never allow that. They will put Catherine in charge. That's not, the Regency Act was just amended and it's there. And Catherine was not included. So, and according to the Regency Act is the the next royal blood, the next blood royal who is in the succession line, the line of succession above the age of 21. And if anything happens to Harry, then the next one would be Prince Andrew. So when people, people, you know, people are 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 not getting that. I don't, I don't know why. But Harry and Meghan, they're they're hijacking the Queen's uh, funeral or the not funeral, the Queen's anniversary because they know that there's interest worldwide, and they know will they be there? They're already leaking stories about peace talks. Will there be because they, they do this all the time? So when if you ask me about Meghan Markle making the Queen's anniversary all about Meghan Markle, past behavior is the best, you know, projector of future behavior. And I don't see this woman of 42 years of age changing overnight and not and not maximizing the use of such an iconic celebration to highlight her, her herself. I, I don't see, but I could be wrong. Well, hopefully you're wrong because that would be incredibly distasteful uh, in, in biblical proportions, for sure. And lining those dates up is just unreal. I don't know whose decision that was, but it was not a good one. Um, so yeah, ladies, if you've got anything else you want to bring to the table today, uh, I feel like we've, 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 we've really nailed these topics uh, concisely because personally... I think we can all agree that the the wedding is the the wedding. Sorry, the marriage is headed for a sticky situation. Uh, I don't think Meghan's really thought through what divorcing a prince is going to be like, uh, or a former prince, shall I say? Um, but we'll see. The, it'll be fantastic viewing and brilliant content. So roll on the catastrophes, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Train wrecks all around, please. Um, 
And Michelle, have you got anything you wanna you wanna tell the viewers before we? Uh, we uh, hack up. Um, well, I'm working on a new video for my channel, Royal Royal Daily Tea, today, and I'm gonna bring back the Royal Daily Tea History and Fashion Show. I have a couple of um, videos that I'm working on for that. And if everyone's interested, they can go buy their Royal Daily Tea merch. It's up there on the website. But yeah, that's all I have. I'm really happy to be back with you guys. You guys are always so fun. But yeah, I'm just, you know, putting out the videos and hoping to resurrect some Royal Daily Tea history and fashion. And I am going to be working on some haunted castles and folklore for the month of October. So if they have any ideas of uh, topics, landmarks that they think I should cover for my haunted series, they can always uh, send me an email over on my channel. Yeah, that sounds awesome, Michelle. I'm really interested to see what the, the ghosty tales uh, bring to the table. How about you, P. Jenna? Obviously, the biggest thing going on right now is your book. So feel free to uh, tell us all about yeah. it once again. Well. My book turned global, Journey to Somewhere Abroad. And then also, as you can see, I have merch as well. And my Royally Teachable Moments t-shirts merch is going to be up very soon. So, yeah, you can check that out. And I also am going to be doing a series. I have a team of people helping me on some royal history. So there's going to be the um, a list of assassinated royals. There's going to be the most beautiful royals. Uh, there's going to be um, like the how long, like the longest living royals. There's a whole list of different things that we've already shot. We're all we're on episode nine right now, so we're going to be coming out with similar uh, things that Michelle is doing, and from a, a team of people that really know what they're talking about in terms of royal history. And also, I have a surprise royal historian who has agreed to come on my channel i'm so excited and awesome. you guys that will be revealed very soon so check it out uh, heavy content coming this way what about you paula well i'm actually doing a video about britney spears and uh, you and i are working on um on a true crime thing i'm actually very fascinated by this lucy let lady nurse lady who managed to kill so many children yeah, i heard you about know? that that is crazy i mean yeah. what? i mean there were warnings and this woman you know to me it's crazy that she was allowed to continue working in spite of the fact so i i am actually we're i think ron and i are working on something like that we're going to be doing that but i actually have a video coming out today about britney spears because um i am just shocked about what's happening to this woman you know like you know her family how this woman has been exploited all her life uh you know how can you and people wonder why she behaves the way she behaves she was pumped with lithium and god knows what against her will for so many years you know i was looking at the conservatorship and uh, people think it's 10 years, but it's actually more since 2008. <laughs> so, and she was forced to take all these things and forced to work while being mentally unstable. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing that video today. Uh, I have a few lives coming up. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm working on uh, quite a few things, you know. So, yeah. Awesome. I've got um, a few things that are in the works as well. I have nothing to do with the Royals. I have everything to do with a new app called Whatnot that's come out uh, for live auctions. I've got a lot of collectibles, and there'll be news on that uh, very, very soon. But listen, ladies, thank you for joining us. Michelle, I'm sorry about your technical difficulties. P. Dina, thank you for, for joining us uh, later on in the episode. It's always awesome to see you guys. We'll be back next week, okay? Uh, we're, 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 we're trying to get some guests. Uh, we've got a few things in the mix right now, and we're just waiting on, uh, on dates. So stick with us, and thank you for joining us. Make sure you're subscribed. All of our links are down below. 
Check out the Ladies March. Make sure you're subscribed to Sean's channel. And for me, Ron Swanson, as always, be safe out there, guys. <laughs>